episode of Natural Thoughts and Talks. I'm Venture. I'm Hannah. We've got a great episode for you guys today. Go ahead and tell the listener your name and where you're from. My name is Leo Rodriguez and I am from here, Los Angeles. LA, born yeah, and raised? Uh, born and raised. Oh, Fun. perfect. We hate transplants here. <laughs> you. <laughs> so yeah, I came across you on the internet. I wanted to get more self-care, beauty kind of minds in there. And I just came across your page, hit you up, and we kind of got this thing rolling here. So yeah. I'd love to hear a little bit about your background and like how you got started in the makeup industry and you know what your vibe is. Definitely. Well, thank you guys for having me. Um, well, I started in the in the I started in the industry about eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually started like my whole interest in the beauty since I was very young. I was like a really young kid, but I actually started with like Halloween makeup. So it mm. was like, it was, it was, I guess you could say not the beauty industry yet. Um, but I was like into doing the cuts, the wounds, all the Halloween stuff back when I was like 11 years old. Wow. So that's what got me kind of like interested in the whole like makeup aspect. Um, then from there I was like, well, you know what? let me try out if i'm good at this makeup i'm pretty sure i could be good at the beauty makeup you know so when i was like about 13 i started like trying to do that you know got into um i used to get go into my sister's room and steal their makeup (laughs) when they weren't home (laughs) Um, i'll go into my room lock myself up and i'll practice and then wipe it off and then take it back you know and technically that's how it all started and then once i graduated high school i was already good at it and that's where my career took off yeah that's when i took my first client and ever since then it's just been going up and up and up that's oh that's awesome yeah we love hearing stories about people who just take what they're passionate about and like make it a you know career and a full-time gig and like build it up so that's cool how do you like what i want to think about this is kind of funny where we start with because with you i've taken it under my kind of like ideas to be like i'm tired of hannah's same three hairstyles so instead of nagging (laughs) you to be like do new hair, do this and that. I've been like, let me learn how to braid a little bit, right? Yeah. So like, I've been obviously practicing a lot with braiding and I want to get better at that. But honestly, if it's makeup too, I'd be down to be like, fuck yeah, let's get good yeah. at makeup. Like, yeah. I don't care. Like as a guy who cares, like, let me get really good at doing all this stuff. So I'm curious, where do you even start? Like if you're just doing not like full glam, but not like daily, daily stuff, just something in the in between, where do you even start on a bare face? Like, what type of tools do you like to use? That's what I want to hear about. Well, you know what? It does all start with like the skincare mm. and the skin prep and all that. Because let's say, for example, even if you're trying to do something super simple or like, you know, whatever the case is, it's always going to, you always have to start with the skin prep. Skincare is the best thing that you guys can do to get a good result, you know, whether it's natural, it's something full glam and stuff. So definitely skincare you always have to <laughs> funny part is you always have to hydrate the skin mm-hmm. um, <laughs> keeping the skin hydrated gives the best results you know um and technically from there you just keep keep adding the product so it's a lot of people always think that it's like very simple steps but it's actually a lot of steps that go into mm. it so so like let's say when somebody's trying to learn how to do makeup they expect to be like oh you just put on the the cream, the foundation, the powder, and that's it. But it's actually a, a lot more things. Yeah. And you use, like, different products for different areas of the face and stuff like yeah. that, too. So and it's different a whole skin science. types, everything, right. yeah. Right. Is, it, is makeup one of those things, too, to where the better you are at it, the more effortless it looks? As far as, like, the better you are at doing your art, people will be like, oh, yeah, that was easier. Like, it wasn't that hard, what you did. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because 
it seems like it's a little like simple, uh, but it actually takes a lot of skill to to learn how to like blend the powders together, blend everything together, and make it look effortless and seamless. You know. Yeah. Uh, some because when especially like let's say for example somebody is very heavy handed then that contour is going to look super right. harsh and you know <laughs> so the better you get at it the more flawless everything does come out i like that porcelain skin and everything <laughs> yeah i got a question for you how did your tiktok shop are you familiar with tiktok shop at all do you like i do just started on actually there? yeah she just started too did it come out like crappy or what See, i haven't the opened the package yet um, that's a first you open every package before it even comes I know, inside i'm gonna film it <laughs> oh okay um, but no like i because I, it's a pretty new thing. Like TikTok shop is very new. Yeah. Um, and I see everyone like, oh, here's a selfie light and here's this mm -hmm. and here's that. And I was like, you know what? Let me check it out. And it's so cheap. Like it's dirt cheap. So I went on there and I was like, hmm, like, what do I want? Like uh, some random stuff. It was like a selfie light. And then there was the, um, like the heatless curl stuff that people do nowadays. And then it was like oatmeal jars. I was like, and it all of that was like 15 bucks. I was like, let yeah. me order it. Let's see how it goes. Um, I have not opened it yet, so we'll see. Do they have any dog products? They have everything, they have, right? They have, they, I saw yesterday like a dog wig. Oh. They got dog, <laughs> dog like <wig>. harnesses. <laughs> they got all, yeah, they got everything on there. And I've seen cheap. they have like, like super huge dog beds that are like yeah. 10 bucks. I'm yeah. like 15 bucks. Yeah. I'm like, what? I'm like, I should try it. Everything yeah. is so cheap. <laughs> you can buy like a mirror. You can buy like everything on there. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. It's one of those things where Hannah and I are as opposite as it comes. Like if she thinks right, I think left. Mm -hmm. If she's watching a movie, I'm thinking read a book. If she's thinking read a book, I'm like, we should go do a movie. Mm -hmm. So I never, I'm always hounding her about packages too. There's a package that comes every other day and I'm mm -hmm. like, I don't care what, and then she wants to shove it in my face. Look what I got. Look what I got. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. All right. Like I'm happy. You're happy. And then the one, this is the first time I've ever been like, you bought something for $4 and it's usually like 20 or third. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. how did it come? Is it a piece of crap or like, did it work out? I haven't opened it yet. Well, we'll see. I mean, I have, so the one that just came in was the heatless curl okay. thing. I don't know how to work these, but we'll figure it out. Um, and then I got the selfie light, but that one hasn't came in yet. But that one was like $30 on Amazon and it was seven bucks on seven TikTok. Bucks, like, it's crazy. So I was like, damn, I'm buying that. So we'll see how it turns out. I like that. Hey, I want to hear what an average day for you looks like. Because let's say if you're a restaurant owner or something, you don't like my example. Let's pick a new one. If you're an <laughs> astronaut, something that we like to have on the show is when people go, uh, okay, I check the rockets first and then I check the fuel and then I do this. I don't know what an astronaut does in a day, but I like hearing about it. Yeah. What's an average day for you? If you got like X amount of clients that you're working on, do you usually work out of the same spot? Do you go multiple locations? Like how does that work? So my weekdays technically, because I do have my own studio in Los Angeles. Um, but we're also like a makeup store. So we're open to the public for shopping. We're mm. open um, for services and all that stuff. Classes. What's the name of it? Tell us the name. Sasha's Vanity Beauty Empire. Shout out. Thank you. Um, and so during the week, it's more of like I do trainings and content creation for my page to try to keep it growing, you know, um, and then just running the store. So my every day is right since I wake up, I go straight to work. Um, I take inventory of everything that I have at my shop. If I have to restock on certain things, um, I get models to create content on. Um, so like that during the week, I have a lot more stuff to post because usually all my clients for makeup are like on the weekends, mm. Friday, Saturday, Sundays. Um, so during the week, I am usually there at my location. And then on Saturdays, that's when I travel out to like different clients. 
I like that. Yeah. I want to talk about digital creation now. I was just thinking about too. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, have you seen that the more you've posted on your socials, like, more people have, like, came to the store and booked you and things like that? Definitely, yeah. yes. Especially when there's, like, um, some... Because, I mean, it's always a hit or miss. Right. Um, so, like, let's say some content does better than other. Um, then that's when I realized, like, oh, you know, like, people are, are getting more... I'm getting more attraction, more interaction with people and clients uh, because of the content that I keep posting. There was a time when I was actually like feeling like giving up and stuff because mm. I was like, oh, this is too hard, you know, like because you have to be consistent. Yeah. And so I was like giving up and I wouldn't post anything for like two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. And then I would notice a big difference. Like the way that my, the interaction on my page was, it was so low. And I was like, well, like i have to keep going yeah you know? so now it's like i literally post almost every day that's good um and i have to create content in advance obviously you have to before i used to be like let me create content the same day and then post it the same day but now it's like i have to pre-film stuff since like a week before mm. two weeks before oh so you get ahead and yeah. then you're always that smart that's huh? my biggest thing too of that i'm struggling with because i want to post a lot more mm-hmm. on my socials um and i want to grow that but it it's very hard being consistent like Mm -hmm. really doing it every single day multiple times a day and then also there could be days where i'm like i feel like shit i'm sick whatever but it would be nice to have something well you know what even if i'm not filming today i have something to put out Mm -hmm. like you have to kind of be prepared to like just put advanced stuff out um and that's kind of what i'm struggling with too now like like today let's say i'm gonna film four tiktoks i might Mm -hmm. just only post two today or tomorrow and then i have two for another day um so i i need to definitely get better at that too but it's hard yeah it's hard it's funny because we just talked about how opposite we are dude and i'm the most consistent human mm-hmm. that we usually come across with to the point where it's like you you were coming in at 12 right let's say i got hit by a car or something crossing mm-hmm. the street taking the dog out <laughs> the bone would be sticking out and i'd be like no i can't go 12 o'clock is our appointment <laughs> like you'd be sitting here and be like are you all right and i'm like yeah i'm fine let's just put some ice on it and you're like no that's the bone and we're like no it's cool dude like that's fine so like that's my thing to where yeah. like consistency is everything so it's really cool though to hear because a lot of people struggle with that yeah. and mm-hmm. i mean I struggle with that. I, get, I struggle with like relaxing. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. I'm, I'm, I go too hard and then I'm like, oh, I, I hurt myself or yeah. something like that. Like I have a migraine and now I have to lay it down. So, you know what? I'm like that too. It's crazy because like there's times when I struggle a lot with consistency, but then there's times when I'm like, I can't stop. Mm. Yeah. It's like I overwork and I'm just like, then later I'm like, I'm feeling it like, whoa. Like, yeah. Like are, I did too much, you know? Yeah. Are you kind of similar to me to where you'll lock into one thing? Like if you're just doing make, like, I don't know, let's say you had to work some sort of fashion thing or something like that, but you're on makeup, you hone, like nothing else exists other than that thing. Like right now I'm podcasting, nothing else exists. Let's say I had a work meeting. I would just be like, oh, fuck Billy over there. Like, I'll get to him afterwards. I'm with Leo right now. So it's like, this is what we do. Do you see that with me too? To where... Yeah, you do get very focused in on one thing. To where... To where it's like almost hard to like reach you Mm -hmm. because you're so like, you know, I'm so focused on editing or whatever that I'm like, hey, like, what are we eating today? Mm -hmm. Like, hello. Like, it's... But it's, I mean, it's a good quality. Yeah. I'm like, why do we need food? You're hungry? What are you talking about? Right. Like, because you really get shit done. But then it's also like, hello. It needs to be like a balance. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 So everybody's got to work on stuff like that. Are you running the studio by yourself or do you have a team? Tell us about that. So I I did have a team um, when I recently opened. It was like four years ago. Um, I did have a team full of uh, different makeup artists and things like that. But 
what I noticed was that majority of the clients that we were getting wanted to learn from me mm. because it was my it was my studio, right. right? So majority were like, oh, I want to take a class with him, with him, with him. So I was like, you know what? I think it's going to be better if I'm the only makeup artist like that. They come to take classes with me. And uh, we do have different um, different artists that do like different services. For example, we have um, an artist that does lash training because I don't do lashes. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Yeah. Um, we have an artist that does brow training and artist that does nail training and stuff like that. So it is I do have a team, but technically it's me and my husband that run everything together. Like That's we're awesome. the ones in charge of doing everything. Um, he's not in the beauty industry. So he's more like he's in the medical field. So uh, when we had recently opened, he had to quit because we got we blew up so much that he had to quit and help me full time at the at the studio mm. and he recently went back to work because he was like you know what like it's, it's not my thing yeah. you know like i want to be back to where where i want to be yeah and i was like well you know what go for it you know so at the moment i feel he's still helping me out but i kind of like took charge of everything so it's like literally i do everything i do our social media marketing i do content creation i, right. I run the store I, I do everything when did you yeah. make the switch from like this is something I just enjoy. It's more of a hobby to where now it's like, this is my full-time thing. Like I, this is what I live off of. Um, <clears throat> it was like about six years ago that like I had continuous clients, but I still had a job. Mm. Um, I was working like at fast food places and things like that. But I always knew that that's not what I wanted to do. I, right. I wanted to be like my own boss, you mm. know? So it all started when um, I, I was working at the mall at a counter and I was like to sell makeup, but it was more of sales instead of the actual artistry, you know, like instead of actually doing the makeup. So from there, that's when I was like, you know what, like this isn't for me, like exactly, you know, like I want to be a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a makeup salesperson. Right. So then from there, I ended up getting discovered by this um, this owner of a studio. She was opening her makeup school. And she really liked my makeup because I had my makeup on that day at work. And she, yeah, I was at the parking lot of the mall, right? And she was she screamed at me from her car, and I was like, I was, I was like, was that weirdo? You know? Yeah. I was like, why is she calling me? Yeah. And then, but I still went to her car, and she was like, I like your makeup. Um, I'm in, I'm opening a makeup school down the street. Like, would you be interested in like teaching? Mm. And I was like, you know what? Like, I've never thought about that, but yeah, like I'm down to try it. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. So that's I went to go have a meeting. Yeah, I went to go have a meeting with her, and from there, like I started teaching, and then that's when I was like, you know what? This is gonna be my full time thing. Wow. You know. And then from there, like a year later, I ended up opening my own school. And then ever since then, it's been my full time. That's so That's cool. Amazing. Was she in like a creepy van or like? No, if she, <laughs> if she was, I definitely would have, wouldn't have gone. Yeah. <laughs> some old truck that's all rusted out. That's funny. What are some of your favorite makeup brands that you use? Do you have some? I do. Um, at the moment, I really like using NARS, Makeup by Mario, One Size Beauty. Like it's. It's cool because it's not like they're not brand. Some of those are not brands that are made by people that don't do makeup. Mm. They're actually made by makeup influencers yeah. or makeup celebrities. So I feel like they know what they're doing, you know. So I actually really like some of their products. And I do have my own makeup line as well. Obviously, it's not like a super huge brand, but not the, yet. The pro- not yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the products that I do have actually are some of my favorites. That's awesome. Um, and it's cool because I like to, since I do classes, I do like to train my students and stuff. So I show them how to use my products and all that. And all my students love my stuff. So that's good. That's awesome. Definitely, my brand is my favorite at yeah, the moment. Yeah, <laughs> it should. It I should. Do you have things in the in the 
like trends in the makeup industry right now that you either love or that you like you're like I, we can't do that anymore we gotta get rid of that you know what makeup trends i feel like it's cool to have them um but me personally i feel like sometimes they do too much mm, right. <laughs> I'm like sometimes they do too much right. yeah so i feel like right now i don't know if you guys have seen the glossy skin that's mm-hmm. going around that um pat mcgrath did for like a fashion show and stuff so they look like dolls and it looks creepy right yeah. but it looks so cool and people are trying it and they're actually doing a good job i'm mm. like it's my turn to try it now yeah you should <laughs> i like that i want to hear more about because we talked about discipline right or staying consistent and things like that a lot of people struggle with organization like that's mm-hmm. just probably 50 percent of it if you think about it, it's just like i want to do these things i'm thinking about doing these things but it's not on my calendar it's not mm-hmm. this right how do you organize your calendar? Do you have a calendar? What do you? What's your process for staying on top of everything? Because you seem to be a one-man show getting yeah. pulled to so right. many different areas. How are you staying afloat and getting ahead? You know what? It's actually, I don't have like a calendar to write down like my, my daily stuff, which I should. Mm-hmm. Um, I only have a calendar like for client appointments. That's mm. all I have. That, that's how I stay organized with that because if not, then it'll be a mess. But when it comes down to like organizing everything else, I just basically go like how my day is. So, but I feel like I should. Though, You're just because, an artist, huh? Yeah, I feel like I because sometimes I'm like I could be at the shop and I'm like, okay, let me create some some flyers to promote some new stuff. Oh, let me think about this and I start writing things down. But I don't have like a calendar of like when I should do what and right. stuff like that. I think for me, it's um, if I don't have, it doesn't have to be like a. Uh, at four, I'm doing this at seven. I'm doing that. <clears throat> but just having a list of like, this is things that I want to do today mm. helps me actually do it. Cause if I don't do that, I'm just going to be laying on the couch and not do anything, but having at least a list of like, okay, I got to do this today. I got to clean today. I got to post this today. Like actually just having that list helps me and kind of just mm-hmm. guides my day a little bit better. Um, but then, yeah, I write down everything like work related or like school related or whatever, like anything that's very set in stone, like concrete Mm -hmm. of like this happens at this time, I will always write that down. Um, and then just have like a to-do list for like every day. You know what? I I, I feel, I do have a a list, but Mm. it's like mental. Right. (laughs) Like I tell myself this day I'm creating this, I'm doing that, but I don't actually write it down. Okay. I used to be Sometimes I do forget, you know. I used to always just have it in my head. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it works for me. But then I'll be like, I don't know, for some reason when I write it down, I keep myself accountable. But like, well, you wrote it down. Like it's on, you have evidence of like, this is what you should be doing versus having it in your head of like. It's just in my head. No one mm-hmm. else knows about it. Mm-hmm. But if no someone else knows about it, if I like told you, I was like, hey, like this is my list. Now it's like, well, shit, no, I really got to do it. Because if not, then you're going to be like, what the fuck? What happened here? <laughs> what <Yeah>. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is your husband like, who's the more organized one in the relationship? Like who, who plans dinner? I can tell. That's what he I was is. thinking <laughs> of. Just based off of that answer. Can we talk about like how we build our calendar? Go ahead. Because I think what we do, obviously I work in finance. So yeah. it has to, you know, it's a very logistical heavy thing. So I was early on to be able to see some of my partners like calendars. And it's down to like the second and it works so nice because we the way we break our calendar up is we have a joint calendar just on like outlook or whatever and we go three categories so you have red categories yellow categories and green categories red categories are everything that you want like in your daily daily stuff like listen to music work out right like that's personal things oh Mm -hmm. i have a date with my husband i have you know we're going to eat we're going grocery shopping right 
And then yellow categories Categories are all your non-revenue generating activities. So that would be like taking inventory, right? That would be ordering makeup, posting on social media, things like that, editing, all that stuff. And then your green categories are green like money. That's all Mm -hmm. your like seven clients that you have for the day, all things like that. So it's like you look at the calendar and you feel so, at least I do. Your brains don't work like my brain does, guys. (laughs) But I see it and I go like, oh, okay, so this is all the time I'm making money today. Okay, Mm -hmm. this is all the time I'm planning on making money today. Mm -hmm. And then the red time, this is actually the reason why I make money is so that we can go on the date nights and we can go on the vacations and things like Mm -hmm. that. So You know what? That's a great idea. (laughs) Yeah. I honestly, I struggled with the whole color coding stuff. You fucking hate my calendar and because i don't understand it like i would classify something as like a red category and you're like no but that's yellow and i'm like well in my head yeah. it's it's red so i'll just do at first i used to just do everything pink pink everything my stuff was just pink like whether it was work or it was whatever working out it was just pink now i feel like i am getting better at like understanding the colors but Sometimes I'll just put like work and then just leave it at that. And then the thing is, though, is like if you're running a team, we can't do everything one color. It's you and me. What happens when we start adding kids and all this other stuff? We all have Mm -hmm. one color. I have pink. You have whatever color you want. This child has yellow. But what about your four-year-old child's revenue generating activity? (laughs) (laughs) He's got a job, right? Like he's got to perform some, you got to work or get out of here, right? So start start doing toy reviews on TikTok. Right, exactly, exactly. That's crazy. Kids are making money right now. Like not like tiny kids, but like. 11 year olds that are in like get ready with me i love it and they're making money it's I love it. wild like that one kid what's his name he went crazy he went crazy viral on youtube uh-huh. and i think his name is ryan or something and then he has like his own like toy lines at target and all that and he's oh. rich and he started oh. when, he, when he was like five i think damn He's got a toy line at Target. I, all over the world, I oh, think. Oh, man. He's we should have started it. early. Yeah. I'm telling you. We just have kids and put them out there. Hey, you I like know. this toy? Here you go. <laughs> Make a video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they call them um, like teenpreneurs, like you know what I mean? Like young adults who make it, they're like, here's the top 10 teen preneurs. It's like 50 oh, okay. million for the year. I'm like, oh my it's God. It's crazy though. Yeah. Like, I can't even understand it. I'm like, damn, like. 11-year-olds making millions of dollars every year. Hey, it's so cool. I want to hear about your classes, though, and your training. Yeah. Could someone like me take a class of yours that knows nothing about makeup? Yeah, definitely. I could do maybe lipstick on a pig, but that's like about (laughs) it. Like, I just don't... Oh, clearly, I don't know anything about it. But I, I notice certain things. Like, I really... My favorite thing on makeup on people is when it's shiny right here what and is the that light called? the light hits it right i think it's called a highlight there you but go. yeah okay so i like <laughs> highlighting on people and i'm like oh it looks cute check you out doing mm-hmm. your thing so that's all i know though but you could start from scratch and then eventually oh yeah for sure i've actually had one of my friends um because i have um a couple that they're my friends right they're already older um the wife does makeup and the husband was actually like a soldier so he's a veteran mm-hmm. he was a soldier and everything but they're like in the beauty industry they created like a, a app for freelance um artists cool mm-hmm. where technically like they could get booked and all that so point is he had no idea about makeup how to do it but he he knows what he sees because mm-hmm. of his wife so he wanted to learn how to do makeup and he actually took a course with me and he did really good. Really? He did really good. Wow. And he had never tried it before and he did really good. Wow. And I was like, wow, like that's impressive. That's <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. So it just depends on everybody, you know, like um, somebody could come in with like zero skills, but 
if they want to learn, they'll put the effort, you know. That's I, awesome. I feel like I'm a great teacher. So. That's good. That's good. Because <laughs> the way I'm looking at it would be a cool hobby of like another avenue of art, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I love art. That's why I have just try to have the most diverse types of art on there. Tattoo artists, spray painters, designers, whatever it is. Because like art is really what moves culture, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. that's the main thing. A thousand years from now, we're not going to care what kind of coffee was around. We're going to be like, oh, wow, look at the art that was mm. on this stone from a thousand years ago. So it's almost like, did you ever do any other art outside of makeup? Like, you know, you talked about the wounds, things like that, but that's just kind of your main thing of yeah. how do you work with the skin? Because does different skin types affect yeah. like the way makeup is going to set or things like that? Like, I want to hear about that. Yeah, so definitely me, I do not do any type of artwork besides makeup mm-hmm. like it's crazy because you could put me to like try to draw something on paper yeah. <laughs> horrible you know um but i guess it all started because since when i like when i was doing like the whole halloween makeup when i was younger it's a lot about like working with shadows and stuff like that to create like different face features um different characters in the face and all that so i feel like that really helped me a lot to to learn how to do makeup good um and then when it comes down to like different skin yeah it definitely does hold um, makeup different like let's say for example somebody has very oily skin we have to use certain products so the makeup could actually last all day, mm. things like that. Somebody has really uh, dry skin, then, you know, we don't want to use dry products because then their skin's going to look cakey, right. things like that. So it's different skins. Def- skins definitely have a lot to do with, like, you know, how the product lasts. Mm. That's awesome. Is it easier, or it might be equally easy or equally as hard, but is it easier to do makeup on someone that has oily skin or dry skin? You know what? I feel like it's the same thing. Yeah. The only thing for sure is that when somebody has dry skin, there's a lot more steps mm. um, in the skin prep. So it does take, I wouldn't say longer, but it does take take a lot more steps uh, because we have to make sure that the skin looks spot on. What right. kind of skin do you have? Do you have like more dry or oily? You know, I have like a combination. combination. So like my skin could be really dry when I shower, yeah. but then throughout the day I get so shiny. I, I just say that I'm glowy, right? There you go. I like that. I'm like, I just say I'm glowy. But I'll I, say I'm very glowy too then. I yeah. have really oily skin, so I'll just say I'm very glowy. <laughs> Naturally glowy, yeah. Exactly. How do you make, because I, I notice when I do my makeup of like at the end of the day, it'll either be like a little creasy or it mm-hmm. will be like, like come off as soon as I like touch it a little bit just because of the, all the oils. Yeah. How do you make it last for hours and hours when you have oily skin? So definitely we have to set mm. really good with a good setting powder. Um, some people actually that don't really do makeup like that, they just put their foundation and maybe put like a foundation powder mm. and that's it. But we actually have to use like setting powders. Right. Because if we don't, then that's when the makeup doesn't last. Right. And then um, for sure, like how I mentioned earlier, one of my favorite brands is One Size from Patrick Star. He has a really good setting spray. Mm. The, it, it makes your makeup waterproof. Oh. So you spray the hell out of your face with that and you st- it stays on all day i'm gonna need that one but creasing that. creasing is definitely always gonna happen yeah. no matter what we do um something that some people always think um is that makeup is gonna erase lines it's mm. gonna erase wrinkles things like that but wherever there's creases or wherever the face folds well it's always gonna end up cracking right a little bit, you know? right that makes sense mm-hmm. i gotta try that setting spray though yeah it's really that good that sounds yeah. cool when he said it the way i related to it was like waxing a nice car oh. afterwards like i'm like oh yeah look how it's nice and smooth yeah. and like that 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 car wash is gonna last right there yeah do you notice a difference in cheap versus like more expensive brands you know what that's that's actually um a good question because there's a lot of people that expect expensive brands to be really good right and then really and then more affordable brands to be like 
the worst right but they're actually stepping up their game sometimes the uh, more affordable brands now are better than the more expensive brands yeah i mean i've even noticed just like elf i use a few elf products i used to use elf back way back in the day like when mm -hmm. i first started doing makeup because it was cheap and I, i bought it on my own um it was dog shit like back in the day it yeah. was really bad it was like bad, it was yeah. bad like it was that it was the cheapest of the cheapest like yeah. very you know now i'm like oh like, it's really it's, good it's good yeah. and it's still like very affordable which i love because i don't like spending too much money on makeup or skincare just because I, mm -hmm. i can't afford it um so i love that elf is like stepping up their game a yeah, little bit and they're really good they actually have the, like some of the best primers oh yeah yeah And then it's crazy because, like, for example, like the Estee Lauder foundations, the Chanel foundations, mm -hmm. all that stuff. To me, personally, I hate them because mm. I feel like they're made for people with, like, perfect skin. Right. And as a makeup artist, we're going to be facing, like, different skin types. Yeah. People are not going to have flawless skin all the time. And those foundations don't cover anything. Mm. So I'm like, sometimes people are like, oh, I heard this foundation is so good. But they're talking about, like, the name, you know. Mm. But I'm like, no, those foundations are not the best. No. I like that. That's interesting. How have you seen the industry changed as far as the makeup world since when you first started versus like kind of where things are right now? Has it obviously exploded? I'm assuming it's increased and like, mm -hmm. how has it changed? So definitely before, it, I feel like when it comes down to like influencers and all that, like back then, like it used to be a lot of events, a lot of influencers everywhere. But I feel like now it's crazy because it's like, I feel like everybody's kind of like doing their own thing now. I guess they realize that the beauty industry is just so full of drama and all that kind yeah. of stuff that, you know, everybody just kind of does their own thing now. And I mean, a lot of them, a lot of, I call them like the OG influencers um, that started like the whole makeup thing. Um, they're all like kind of like more like entrepreneurs now. And it's cool to see that. And, you know, I feel like everybody that's coming up now, I feel like it's just... I don't know. The makeup industry is just not the same. Mm. <laughs> um, so what I do is I just like stick to my stick to my own thing. You know, like I like to stay on stay on my business. I like to stay in my business. I like to just continue growing my thing, you know, and then eventually like once I blow up and become a celebrity, then, you know, that's I'll, I'll be on my own, you know, like, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's uh, just from the experiences that I've had, you know, there's so much drama going on there that I'm just like you know damn yeah. what kind of drama's going on i'm lost what like cattiness or yeah, what, yeah. like people on? like yeah like other artists like hate on you for no reason like it's it's insane like i mean i feel, I feel like it's like that everywhere like every industry is the same where there's people that hate on you for no reason just because of your skill mm -hmm. yeah hey it's not a no reason no what did we it's, just say I mean, a couple jealousy. days ago right? like a well, technically yeah right yeah. i've never had someone talk shit that's been doing better than me though, right right that's oh yeah thing. for sure i talk a lot of shit though too especially when i compete <laughs> i like to have fun that's how i have fun like if you you know hey if you want to compete and you're in this game like let's talk about it but they're it. not just talking shit they're actually yeah. like they're going crazy on the internet sometimes yeah. too like it's like damn like chill. yeah i don't do any of that yeah but. you know you don't do that it's not just like oh this is fun is no there you go wild yeah I they're just, like literally trying to like put people down it's crazy yeah like they want to cancel your brand publicly like, yeah it's crazy yeah Man, it's wild that's wild yeah, yeah fuck that Yeah. Forget those people. Just keep doing your own thing, I right? Know. Or here's the thing too. Another guy was like, "Hey, if they're hating on you, you're doing something right, right?" Oh yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Like, oh, oh, you, I got you. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm taking up real estate in your head now. Like, there's a reason for that. <laughs> How did you meet your husband? Um, in high school. Okay. So mm -hmm. we actually didn't go to the same school. Um, we, I ended up transferring to a new school that opened up like in my neighborhood, um, for my junior year and. From there, I was going to try out for baseball because I was always, like, a fan of baseball. 
Um, but then my friend was like, you know what? Like, let's try out for cheer. And I was like, okay. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I've never done it. So, I, like, I'll, I'll feel weird, you know? I ended up trying out and I made it. I was actually pretty good at it. So, I was like, okay. So, then once, um, like, we started, we had the team and everything. Like, majority of us were brand new. So, mm-hmm. one, of my, one, of the, one of my friends that was in the team, she was like, you know what? I actually know some people from another school that have experience and they could, um, they could come help us out. And she told me that it was a guy and a girl. And I was like, oh, is he cute? Mm. <laughs> and then from there, she was like, you know what? Yeah, he is. And I was like, so I was like super, I was like looking forward to the day yeah. that he was coming. So the day that he was supposed to go, it was already after school. And I was just looking around everywhere like, where is he? Where is he? <laughs> Without me even knowing who he was or yeah. how he looked, you know? And then when I met him, he was like so cocky. And I oh. was like, oh. I was like, oh, hell no. So yeah. I was like, um, like, I guess he was trying to kind of like avoid me and so at the end of the practice i ended up telling my friend he's such a bitch you know mm. <laughs> <laughs> and she ended up telling <laughs> but then from there i was like hey you know what um can i can you give me his number and then she was like i'll ask him because he had a boyfriend at the time and so she asked him and he was like no he has a boyfriend mm. and then i was like well i just want to be his friend right right that, that's what right. i said <laughs> sure so then from there i ended up um getting his number and i texted him and he was like oh, i guess like i would kind of like throw my little flirts here and there and he'll be like hey calm down like i have a boyfriend mm. and i was like oh no i'm just saying you know like and then from there they actually they actually ended up breaking up and we started hanging out mm. yeah. that's cool so ever since then we've been together for 12 wow, years that's oh, 12 awesome. years. congrats i like to yeah. hear that's that amazing yeah how has your guys's communication grown over those 12 years because we keep hearing we've been together five or six right how long have we been together yeah, it's gonna be six. <laughs> yeah, okay, six. You said five or six. Yeah, yeah. And that was Around a ballpark. Four. That was a ballpark, right? And obviously, like from where we started, and then just with this podcast and the evolution of like communicating, it's the best thing ever to have somebody that's like on the same page, and you get yeah. better and better and better. So, like twelve years in, you guys still fight a lot. Do you guys, you know, communicate well? How is it? You know what? Now we communicate really good. Mm-hmm. Um, we did actually. I guess because since we met so young, like the communication between us wasn't the best all the time but i started realizing that once we once we opened the business we started kind of like becoming a little bit more um more responsible more reliable on in everything in life in general so i feel like we kind of matured a lot more and then i feel like now our communication is a lot more open Mm. so it's like when something bugs us or when there's like a problem with something like now we actually address it before when somebody would try to address something we'll start fighting and things like that but now it's like we kind of like learn how to like listen to each other and then try to, you know, fix whatever the issue is. Yeah. I like what you said though, as far as like growing together, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's something where you've obviously seen such a, we're just even talking about like when I met you, I was like 170 pounds, let's say just a, just a young man. Right. And then at what, 17, 18, and now you're in your mid twenties and I'm fucking 50 pounds heavier mm-hmm. than like when I'm just, you grow into a man, right? So yeah. just size, everything, my brain, like I was a lot more wild. I'm still pretty wild now and like, you know, wired funny, but you're like, yeah, you have grown and matured in a lot of different ways where it's just like compassion, caring. That was shit I didn't care about at all, right? Like mm. before starting the podcast, I was like, fuck that guy. Like I don't mm. care, whatever, whatever. But now it's yeah. like, well, no, there's a reason he got there, right? Let's try to backtrack a little bit, figure out why we did that. So it's kind of cool seeing like what is a growth development thing as far as just developing as an adult, right? And then what is a thing that like we actually have to fix in the relationship, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think it's a, for for us, I think it's a combination of both. Yeah, obviously, like, just growing 
up and becoming an adult that changes you in a lot of ways and yeah, for moving sure. out and you you know this and that going through things but then also things that i don't think necessarily you were good at or maybe didn't you you weren't really exposed to before i was able to expose you to that mm -hmm. so that has kind of shifted things too and same mm -hmm. thing with you like same things that i wasn't necessarily exposed to you exposed me to that and then now we've kind of worked on that so yeah, i think, think it's definitely a combination of both i love that but like, i guess it's just like the evolution together of yeah. each other you know right that's the best thing ever though right is once you have somebody who you're in a partnership with like mm -hmm. i don't even get people who aren't like i could not be in a relationship but like it's so awesome being in a relationship mm -hmm. yeah. right to be like fuck yeah you got your best friend just yeah. rolling around and then you kind of see single people and i'm like oh i don't want to be in a bar right now <laughs> yeah. <being> like <laughs> what's your favorite color yeah. or like you know what i mean what's that like i would i would honestly just my patience yeah. i couldn't do it again if there was like another young lady on bit like so what's your favorite movie like yeah. this and that it's just like i, I couldn't imagine doing that again so yeah. it's awesome how many siblings do you have I have two older sisters and a younger brother. Okay. Big and, family. Yeah. But you know what's crazy? That I feel like I'm adopted. Really? <laughs> I always tell my mom that playing around because <laughs> my sisters, my mom, they're not into makeup at all, which mm. is crazy. And almost nobody in my entire family is into makeup either. Really? So I'm like, where did I get it from? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's yeah, interesting. But, yeah. I just have three siblings. What did your parents do when you were growing up? Um, well, I actually come from immigrant parents from Mexico. So they, um, they were just working like at... Um, I guess, like, you could call them, like, warehouses, like, where they create, like, clothing and all that. Yeah, so that's technically what, what they would do when I was younger. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Were they really supportive of your, you know, like, situation in your career field? At first, they really weren't. Um, and I guess it all kind of started, like, when, when they ended up finding out that I was actually gay. Mm -hmm. Because they were, they found out not through me, which is um. crazy. They found out through, like, my aunt, well, my cousin. Because she saw my MySpace back in the day. Um, and I have photos with my boyfriend at that time. And so she ended up telling all my aunts and all my aunts ended up mm -hmm. telling my mom at a family gathering. And so from there, I guess it kind of like, that's after that, that's when I kind of like started being more open and showing her that I was actually like doing makeup. But point is that uh, before that, like she, she had no idea that I was like learning how to do makeup mm -hmm. and stuff um because i was scared to tell her you right know? but then after that like um she would see like how i would do my makeup and she was actually very supportive in the way that she would let me practice on her um she would actually tell me you know what that doesn't look that good like mm. try you fixing even yeah. though she, even though she doesn't do makeup but she had she would tell me what what didn't look good you yeah. know um my dad actually never really had anything <clears throat> negative to say so i feel like yeah, I feel like I've always had to support. That's good. At first, I kind of thought maybe like it was just like a little hobby. But when they saw that I was actually making good money with it, they were like, you know what? Like, you're doing it, mm. you know? So, yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I've been on lately is the idea of just entrepreneurs like yourself, business people who develop the ideas you do sometimes have to create out of nothing. Most mm -hmm. of the time, it's not sometimes. You have to have an idea, right? And create it out of thin air, right? Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, sometimes there's no roadmap, right? Sometimes there is a roadmap, but you do have to take an empty office space, mm -hmm. right? And then create what you got going on. Definitely. What are some of the obstacles or maybe like the main things that you learned as far as being a creator of thin air, things like that and developing as an entrepreneur? I guess something that I would say it's like um, some obstacles that I faced myself is like, um, like let's say for example, if you don't have the exposure on social media, if you don't have the clients and all that, like, and you try to start a business, it's like, 
there's it, it's hard for people to know about you mm. you get me especially now on social media that like let's say for example if you're not famous like you have to pay to promote your page and right. stuff back then they wouldn't they, they didn't have that option um so like at first i had my clients but i guess you can say like um i didn't have enough clients to the point where i was like well okay what am i gonna do with my with my business now you know i feel like it was like an obstacle where i was kind of like should i stop or should i continue mm. like what should i do you know so but i feel like i don't know i feel like and i feel like that's all yeah that's totally cool though just exposure and growing right and i think yeah. that's the thing is everybody does have to if you just sat in your office all day and waited for people to come in oh yeah that you're gonna be work. dead yeah. in the water right yeah. but that idea of having that like there's people with an employee mindset right and then there's people that have the correct like building obstacles people have to understand that you do have to go out there and actively put yourself out, put there. Yourself yeah. out there right try to make connections and mm -hmm. meet people and hopefully like work for less than whatever you think you're worth right in the beginning so that ultimately you can grow and develop and like do you know kind of the thing that we're working with as far as like oh, I think I should be further than what I am, right? And it's mm -hmm. like, well, no, 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 you're where the fuck, you're on the ground floor, you're on zero. Mm -hmm. That's what it says. You're taking the elevator up, but at some point you're at zero. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be at zero, but the goal is to you level start up, somewhere. right? So it's just, we like hearing stories about that and like how you navigate that and just kind of your process for that. Who are some of the favorite people that you like to work with? You know what? I actually... Like, I specialize a lot, like, in bridal and 316s, mm. quinceañeras and all that. But I really enjoy working, like, behind the scenes of, like, photo shoots, um, music videos, things like that. Um, I actually recently went to work at Miss Universe. I don't know if you guys are familiar mm. with the with that pageant, like, yeah. the Miss Universe. I went to the one last year that they hosted in New Orleans. And it was, like, a whole two-week um, wow. two really? thing that we, we had to be there. Um, and it was my first time doing something like that. And actually it was really, really good. It was, it was nice, yeah. you know, like it was a really nice experience. And I feel like my thing is more of like working on sets, mm -hmm. you know, like that's what I enjoy doing a lot. Um, cause I like the adrenaline of like, oh, you have to hurry up and get the model done fast right. or, you know, like going on stage and like touching up the, the artist, things like that. Obviously, yes, I like doing, like, all my brides and all that stuff, but I feel like my favorite people to work with is, like, the people that are, like, performers and mm. photo shoots and things like that. That's fun. It, it's that's, very fun, yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> Something that's been opening my eyes up, too, and this is kind of random, but, like, it, there is a parallel. I was watching, like, the following NFL on YouTube, and they put up the equipment managers as far as for, like, the LA Chargers. I think it was the LA Chargers, right? Those guys are at the highest fucking level I've ever seen as far as like the stitching, the numbers, mm. the jerseys, the stickers. It's all tailored to each individual play. Like if you're a notable player, they, you know, they want your stuff. It's 12,000 pounds of gear that gets moved per NFL team every single game that they move. Damn. So 12, Damn. the size of an African elephant is like 12,000 to 15,000 pounds. I looked all this up. I nerded yeah. out afterwards. I was like, damn. But you understand, it's, <laughs> like a, it's a full semi-truck, if not wow. two semi-trucks of equipment that gets moved, and we don't get to see any mm. of that. So That's you're insane. talking about if a guy gets a crack in his helmet, there's three guys that now specialize in like the screws to open up the helmet. The radios that they have, in the, it's literally everything. Everything wow. that when I, you know, I played a lot of sports, but like the equipment manager was usually like the nerdy kid that maybe like couldn't make the team or something like that. And you never think about it. But once you get to the highest level, same thing with makeup, you get to the highest level. You don't realize that the people that are behind the scenes are at the highest level mm -hmm. of what they do too. Mm -hmm. So like you got called out there because you're the best makeup 
artists in that situation, right? Yeah, and definitely. it's so cool to hear those behind the scenes stories. Yeah. Because just the ball boy, they said the ball boy for the NFL ball spends like 40 hours or something like that, just getting like 20 ball. I think it's 23 balls. They said each team gets to go, but he does the kickers balls differently. He does the quarterbacks balls differently. What? Like the way he processes it and treats the leather, it's like the highest quality of things. But when you think about that, like everybody, I would encourage to sort of think about like when you're watching a movie or anything, you'd be like, where did that plant come mm. from? Or like, mm -hmm. who does that makeup? Or or who did that dress, right? There's so much like behind the scenes yeah. that you don't think about. Yeah, because everybody really does have a team when you think about it right. of like, well, yeah, you got a podcast. Well, hey, we edit this, right? Well, fuck, we have to build the hardware. We have to learn about micro... All, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like everything that goes into creating a show is wild. Mm. And it's a beautiful thing when you yeah. think about that, right? Yeah. And that's what, I, yeah, that's what I like about working on sets and stuff because the times that I work, like, for example, for an artist that's performing... Um, like you see the stage and you see the artist performing like you know it looks a cool like a cool show behind the scenes there's like hundreds of people running right. around moving things around it's it's insane it's yeah crazy. you're just like damn like I, sh I did not know that all this happens behind the scenes stage like when they change the stage setups and stuff like that it's like crazy people running everyone's just like that's it's fun. It's a fun. It's a fun environment. I yeah. guess you can say. That's awesome. That's awesome. How's your uh, kind of warming up podcast session going with us? Did you have a good time? Yeah, it's going good. Yeah. I actually, I was actually a little, a little nervous because I'm very. I guess you could say like when I barely meet somebody for the first time, I I'm not so good at keeping up conversation because mm. I'm very. I'm like a mixture of extrovert and introvert. Like when it's people that I don't know, like from before, I'm like very oh i don't know i don't mm. know what to say i don't know what to talk about you know but yeah but i had a really good time good i'm i'm very introvert extrovert whatever yeah. they say i'm very like i i i can force myself to be extroverted mm -hmm. if needed but yeah. i i am also very good at being introverted yeah, so i totally even with people i know i'm still like there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to talk about. Yes. Like, but we can be quiet. Like, yeah, I'm it's like okay. That. Yeah. I'm the complete opposite from I you know. guys. But the thing is, is the point is like, if we're at a party, you guys like don't talk to people at the parties, really. I talk too much too to much. The people at the party <laughs> to where it's like, you're like, no, we're supposed to make small talk. And I'm yeah. like, no, I'm hearing about his family trauma. Right? Oh, yeah, like, that's too much. Like, like he said this and that. And you're like, I don't even know you. And I'm like, yeah, but tell me. Because right. I'm open. Like, like if someone came up and was like, how do you start a show or something? Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, pull up a chair. Like we got, you got two yeah. hours. Hours, let's start first yeah. you start here it's just it's funny i think i'm a little weird because if someone is asking me questions i have no issue talking about and like i can open up like crazy but it's me like talk like asking questions and mm -hmm. like kind of keeping that conversation alive that's what I, it's like oh like i'm not i don't want to do that like yeah it's, it, so it's so weird though because if like if i met you at a party i'm like makeup oh fuck yeah tell me everything mm -hmm. now like yeah. i have no idea about that but on if it's things that people that i do know i don't talk to them as much either like i'm right. like oh yeah no i know you already said or like after this if i met you and it's like makeup i'm like yeah no i heard about that like he does yeah. this he does he's a trainer he's uh, awesome at it but then if someone came up like an astronaut i'm like oh fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. how much horsepower is in that rocket like what does it take <laughs> like how fast are you, you nerd going? out a little bit yeah i'm like so how fast is light speed like yeah. what is that so it's just funny but yeah. hey i we like to finish our all of our conversations off with one final question for you Mm -hmm. who are maybe like two to three people that you really like their spirit or their career it could be somebody that is a part of your team or is in your industry things doesn't have to be 
that you would like to see maybe we can reach out to and get them in the same seat as you. Could be somebody old, young, you know, guy, girl, it doesn't matter, but somebody similar to you that's really taken what they love to do and just like building upon it. It really helps us kind of meet new people, mm -hmm. get more episodes of the show out and just like spread a positive message. Do you have anybody that comes to mind immediately? Um, I do have I do have a few friends actually that that they started their own business too. Um, and I feel like they started from nothing and they have a successful business mm -hmm. now. And I feel like I feel like their story could be very like motivational too. And it's it's good to get to um, talk about it, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I do have a few friends in mind. Do you want to shout them out? Yeah, of course. The first one is for KP Paola. Um, she has her studio here in Bellflower. Actually, it's mm. close by. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I do have my friends that I told you about. The couple that has like their freelance app and stuff. Oh, that would be cool um, to hear about. They, I feel like they have a wonderful story to tell too. Yeah, cool. yeah. Cool. And that's If exciting. anybody else pops in your head while you're cooking or something yeah. like that, hey, feel free to text me, and yeah. we're always finding cool faces to come in. Yeah, and definitely. Nice, definitely. Thank you for taking the time, and we had a great time hearing about what you got going on. Yeah. Maybe next time we'll have you over. We'll have the cameras and everything going up. So yeah. we'll have yeah, to get for sure. you up. All right. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you guys for having me. Thank yeah. You. This has been Natural Thoughts and Talks. Hope you guys had a great episode. I know we did. We'll yeah. catch you later. Bye. Bye. the digest the digest leo yeah shout out to leo shout out that was a fun episode yeah right? super nice what do you remember most what what jumped out to you about leo i like that he has his own thing his own brand yeah um and that that's like what he's using um because i think sometimes with um people like celebrities and things like that they'll like have their own brand but that's not like the number one thing they're using um, but the fact that he is actually using it and it's like promoting it and we're like, hey, no, this is a good product. I like that about him. My favorite thing was when he's glammed up, his makeup looks better than like any other Literally. girl around. Yeah. Like, Your shit looks clean. I, I like know. that. Like I'd put that on. It looks do you, nice. Do you feel like you're more informed about the makeup? Yeah, definitely. I learned a lot. Yeah. So just, I think just the whole process and how there's always somebody behind the scenes mm -hmm. for everything. That was kind of the big takeaway. It doesn't matter if... It could be lighting, it could be editing, just, I mean, not just around movies, but honestly, everything you see, just the sidewalk, there's yeah. some man, well, it doesn't have to be a man, but pro most likely it's some like burly guy that laid that concrete on the sidewalk that you walk on. The building we're in, it's just really cool that we get to see the behind the scenes with this show and it takes us so many like interesting places Yeah, so, and obviously to Leo. So yeah. that was a great episode. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Hopefully he'll be back soon. Hopefully he liked it. Maybe he can teach me how to do it really good makeup yeah that'd be cool i mean i want to learn some things too yeah i'd like to at least i mean i know like the basics you know of makeup and like you know but to like really get to know it mm -hmm. that'd be fun okay. or have him do my makeup do you think that makeup is similar to like a barber shop or a hair salon where when you get it done even if you don't like it you kind of have to be like yeah it's good yeah. like oh and there's like how do you like it and I'm like yeah cool yeah. and they like give you the money and then you just walk out and go cry in your car for prom well it was your prom because i didn't get a fucking prom well, it was your prom too you were there um but anyways i got my makeup done at a um it's the it's the swedish brand called pixie um and they have a place in uh venice or whatever santa monica and i did not like that that it you know how it came out it was way too sharp it was way too like my face was kind of pale 
but then she made like the bronzer not like it was just not blending in well like it was just not good at all i'm so happy you said that because i remember thinking like no because i fixed it like her face is so pale the bronze what did you say you said the bronzer The bronzer. yeah the bronzer wasn't bronzing i, I saw everything i know but then i was like oh yeah i like it but then when i came home i was like i gotta fix this shit like oh, it really? looks crazy yeah hmm. like it looked like like clown makeup i like it i remember your dress i wasn't the biggest fan of your dress really it was because cool. it wasn't tight no, it could have been loose. I don't know. There was just, I think because it was a me- just like your personality, right? You're a medium. You're like, I want something that's loose, but also not tight. Well, hold on. I want something that's not too poofy, but also not too tight. You want like medium, right? So it was a cool dress. I just wouldn't have picked it. Mm. I didn't dislike it. I'm just saying like, I don't like it. Mm. Is that okay? That's fine. Awkward silence. Just dead air. I didn't like the way you looked at prom. You looked so fucking ugly. Well, it's not a wedding or anything. It didn't mean that. I mean, you're lucky to be there. Like, yeah. You're... I mean, I was still prettier than everyone else. I mean, I was I was deep into the roster by the time I got to you. Sure. No, you <laughs> broke a girl's heart going to the prom with me. Yeah. She, she was a bitch, though. Yeah. She deserved it. Yeah. She didn't deserve that. But, like, she wasn't She wasn't 100% clean in, yeah. the, uh, in the situation. A little bit was her fault, huh? Uh She could. She should have paid for her half of the date. That's probably what should have happened. <laughs> it wasn't was... even a date. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't a date. So if it wasn't a date, you should pay for your half of the yeah. meal and not stick me with the check. And then... Especially if you're out here shouting out how much money you're making. Yeah. Oh my God, you make so much money nannying. Yeah. Crazy. Good times though. Yeah. <laughs> right. Who would have thought? Here we are all these years later too. I know. Still trucking along. I wonder where she's at. Nowhere. Did you find her on Instagram? Still at the prom venue oh. by herself. Okay? Oh, no. no. I bet she's doing amazing. Oh, I don't know. Well, oh. I mean, she'd be doing better with me. That's all I Shut can up. say. Yeah, we got kind of deep into that. <laughs> Anyways, how was, how was your black face? Stop. What? Tell me about your spray tan. I She was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be fun to have her on the podcast. Okay. Um, yeah, she's from Poland. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't know anything about Poland. Me either. Well, a little bit, but not really. Just the, like, they got blown up in the war, right? That's all I know about Poland. Ukraine. That's not Poland. No, baby. World War II. Oh. Like, Anyways, she's from Poland. Can you not get the, can you get the mic out of your mouth and stop sucking? Oh my God. Okay. Anyways, she is from Poland. Super nice lady. Um... It was weird because obviously like you take your shirt off and I had my undies on, but like I, I didn't have a bra on or anything, you know, you had your tits and out? it's, yeah. And it's like, not that she made it awkward at all. Like she was super like, you know, you can take your shirt off, you know, she was super, you know, comforting, no, I guess. I don't know. Well, comforting, I guess, you Got know, you. um, but it's just awkward, like standing shirtless in front of someone that you don't, you know, that you usually don't stand shirtless in front of. You do it with me and Kino. Well, yeah, but <laughs> that's a different, like just some random person, you know? Um, but it was, it went really fast. She put this like cream on my nails so that it wasn't going to stain my nails and then put something on my palms. And then I got to stand in like the little tent that she has. Um, and then she just started spraying and it took maybe 15 minutes. That's cool. And then that was it. Was it just like how you do a car? Like when you paint a car? Basically. Like a gun, mm-hmm. shh, you just layer it yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Does she have settings? Like here's, you know, I think pale. so. I think she probably has like... If it needs to just be like a, like a big mist or like a little bit more finer mist, like I'm sure she has little things like that. But um, but yeah, no, actually a really good experience. I'm more curious. We'll get into it when we have her on. Yeah. On like maybe the history of spray tanning, when it started, when yeah. it blew up. 
it, it like the only time it's on my radar was in middle school or high school when the girls would fuck it up when and, you look orange mm-hmm, they're like oh boy or you see streaks things like that yeah. but hey if you do it right you're not supposed to be able to notice right yeah so you're I'm, happy with it yeah i mean i'm supposed to wash it off at 10 o'clock tonight and then it kind of takes some hours for it to like really work itself in there but then tomorrow, that's when I'm kind of going to see like the final result. You wake up like an Oompa Loompa tomorrow. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> no, I think, well, at least my with my face, because I had makeup on, I don't think that's going to get too, you know, dark or whatever. And then my, obviously like my body, she wouldn't make me super dark either. So could she though? She probably could. I wonder how dark I'm you sure could go. there are settings. Could you just go African? Like full, just I don't layer, know. layer, 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 or it's always just like a brown. So I'm as dark as you could go. Probably. There's probably always going to be like a slight like brown red tint to it, I think. Um, but who knows? But yeah. So we'll see tomorrow. Oh, I'm what excited. It turns out. I'm yeah. excited you had a good time. Yeah. So congrats. Yeah. She was really nice. I think that was the most like important thing too. Of, like she was super nice. Super like welcoming. Super like happy that like I was there. Um, like it meant, you know, a lot to her that I was there. So. Does she have an accent? Mm-hmm. nice yeah that'll be cool but it's not like it's difficult like you still very much understand what she's saying so are you a little shy what's the deal with awkwardness with your tits out it's just weird like oh here are my tits like mm-hmm. you know what i mean you're not like you wouldn't go naked anywhere if it was up to your choice huh you would no. always even if you knew that no one else was around like if you were in an empty field yeah you would still be put clothes on yeah huh that's interesting. And it's, not, it's not like a body, like I'm ashamed of my body and stuff like that. It's just like an awkward, I don't know, it just feels awkward for me. To What's just, awkward about it? Just be like, oh, here are my tits. Like, here are my nipples. <laughs> like, it's just awkward. You know what I mean? I like it. Yeah. That's fun. I mean, you show your tits all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always out. I'm naked. Kino Boy's naked. We just, we're a very free part of the family, except for you. You keep everybody in line. Yeah. Well, I think... You need that. Because <laughs> no, if not, you'll be in jail. We, we can govern ourselves. We're actually going to secede from you. Oh, you think so? Do you know what seceding is? Like leave? Yeah. Like Texas is always talking about seceding from the United States. Like cutting like, free? Yeah. We're going to... No, they're going to move the country. Physically move the country. <laughs> like if it was Florida, they would just cut it off and then let it float. Can you imagine? Out there to its own little island. You know something stupid I just thought about? I was like, can you, can you do that? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like in, in the back of my head, I was like, can you do that? You yeah, just cut, grab like, a big saw. Everybody <laughs> lean to the right. Yeah. Just... Woo. <laughs> Jump. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Well, what else have you been kind of getting into? Oh my God, oh. I just almost broke my phone. Um, I had an exam today. I think I passed it. Okay. It went fine. And then, um, yeah, that's about it. Not much. It's cool. Yeah. How was your day? My day was fine. Very productive. I woke nice. up super early. And just kind of started cranking out some computer work. Good. So I had a meeting with another fellow like colleague of mine. Oh, yeah, that's right. Just kind of trying to figure out what my plans are for the next few months compared yeah. to like kind of what he's got going on because he took a different route in building his business. So it was just kind of nice to compare notes and things like that. But he's a very extroverted, nice guy. He always has a very clean suit on too mm. to where I actually... He, Did it inspire he, ins- you? he honestly does inspire oh, really? me because his stuff is a way that I would wear it too. Mm. It's not the traditional like black jacket, white yeah. shirt, red tie, like boring old kind of white guy look. Yeah. He's got like a cream with, you know, red shoes or, mm. but nothing like he's not Steve Hart. Like he's not, it's not Easter Sunday, <laughs> you know, but, or a plaid type of red and he'll walk in very nice. So mm. I said, when the time comes and I feel like ha- I, they, they start making me put suits on. <laughs> 
I'll do it. Yeah. You'll but, hit him up and be like, where do you buy your stuff? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's funny because he's substantially smaller than me too. So mm. a lot of like suit shops, I'm right on the other side of the border oh, to really? where if I go into a normal suit shop. It's hard for you to find yeah, something. Yeah. If you're like under 200 pounds to like 205 and under, it's perfect. They'll get you everything, this and Which that. Which I feel like that's weird because there's a lot of guys. Not really. That are over 200 pounds. Yeah. But you know what I mean? My measurements, though, are to, like, big shoulders, big... It's not just, like, a gut, you know? It's, yeah. like, real kind of weight and muscles and stuff mm-hmm. that are, you know, just a bigger human. Yeah. So, it just... Fucking Sweden, I'm a 9X. Or what was it? A Literally. 6X at that? No, you're a 3X. Yeah. In Sweden. Shout out, oh, yeah, but it went up to 9X. Oh, yeah, they have it 9X. Right, but I was a 3. Yeah. Right. Shout out to dress, man. Yeah. They got nice stuff, though. They do. Just sizing is a little weird, but as long as you find your size, you're fine. Yeah. 9X. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. But anyways, Leo is a really good guest. Yeah. Make oh. sure you guys follow him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Go check him out. Buy his stuff. Yeah, we'll put all that in the bio. Yeah, definitely. We appreciate having him on. And mm-hmm. it's just pretty cool the what we do. Takes us to some pretty interesting gigs sometimes. Right? Yeah. Well, I love you. I love you. This has been Natural Thoughts and Talks, obviously. Catch you guys later. Tea.